0: Right. Welcome in, hockey fans in the desert southwest, in the southwest, in the United States, in Canada, around the world, anywhere you may be listening to us live on the Podbean app. This is pan- the Pandemic Playoff Podcast. We've been continuing them on since the, uh, oh, I don't know, what, six weeks ago, and we got two weeks left, something like that, to get you a Stanley Cup. We are very, very close. Uh, just uh, either a game or two away from a determined champion, Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host tonight, Paul Hornstein out on beautiful Long Island, New York. And joining us shortly from Chandler, Arizona, uh, Zach Bondurant. So, Paul, I know you're there. How are
1: you? Uh, we're doing okay. Can't complain too much. Uh, it's always good when you have a three-day weekend, so I'm happy about that. Yeah. I'm happy that uh, we're not talking about the trophy presentation last (laughs) night. Uh, We will be, obviously, at this point next week. Um, But I hope we don't figure that out until Wednesday night because, I mean, admittedly, this sucks. You know, only this one game a night stuff (laughs) going on for the last few weeks. I'm not happy about this. We got a little spoiled, didn't we? We got a little spoiled. I said that was going (laughs) to happen, but that's not the point. (laughs) Uh, there's no oh listen there is no doubt but i like i said this is not news i've been saying this for weeks now
2: (laughs) zach bondaran how are you doing tonight i'm good hanging in there uh like paul glad the trophy wasn't presented yesterday so um (laughs) that's it's good i'm hanging in there all right well let me tell
0: you this i I know this is the uh, pandemic playoff podcast for professional hockey but shout out to our guy zach who got out last night got some fantastic photos uh, i keep saying this you look like you're in mid-season form but my man oh man zach i mean you just blew us away with the photos that you turned in last night watching a little uh c-h-e-l yep. um
1: league College
2: hockey uh, elite league
1: In uh, Scott, 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 yeah. When you are in your twenties, it's easy to be in mid-season form (laughs) all the time. Uh, Okay, okay, okay. Okay. You know, listen, can can I do what he does? No, but that doesn't that doesn't change the fact that uh, I was a little different in my twenties too. It takes me a little longer (laughs) to go now.
2: Well, it also makes a lot of difference when the guys were playing the way they were last night. It was hard, fast action, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. It actually was getting a little chippy for a second there, which is funny because all these guys are on the same team when ACHA season starts. So no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. When you have a different colored shirt on, true. No, <laughs> all true. bets are off, and they and and I don't care what level you're talking about. When you're in a game situation, you might start off with, "Ah, these are my teammates." Are you? Once that that puck drops and it gets real, it gets real. It does not matter. I've watched well, and- enough. I've watched enough Olympics. I've watched enough World Cup. I've watched enough Canada uh. Cup, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And- well, it's a piggyback on that too. the
2: The white team got an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty because yes. they were they kept chirping the whole
1: time. Yes, that's <laughs> what we like to hear. Yes. Yeah, See, I, you know what? The, on the ice, we don't care. Guys, guys, I'll tell you what. I think it's just a
0: culmination of, of the fighting spirit of a hockey player and the fact that uh, this pandemic has driven everybody to the point where they just want ice time and they want to perform and they want to do. I mean, the, the goals that were scored last night, I, I saw the scores, Zach, and holy yeah. cow, you must have been busy clicking the, uh, the lens because uh, there was a great scoring uh,
2: both games, right? I mean, double digits for the winners yeah so it was I think eleven to nine and then ten to three the eleven and nine was the game I was at and then uh ten to three was the game uh previous <laughs> to that so and, and um, guys
0: keep keep in mind this is just four groups of players that will all become one two or three down the road right
2: yeah, yeah and I mean I was talking to Tate the head coach for ASU d1 achA and they're planning on doing this all the way through Thanksgiving and they're planning playoffs, trophies. So it's just, it's, it's going to keep getting competitive and, and to Paul's like what Paul said, different color Jersey. I know you're, you're my roommate on the road, <laughs> but you're wearing a different color shirt than me right now. So.
0: Well, I started this off by saying congratulations to you. Cause that was fantastic that you were able to uh, get the shots like that. And, uh, It really got my blood pumping for for some real hockey action. I want to call that not real hockey action, but uh, you know what I'm talking about, some game action and some NCAA and uh, some AHL and some NHL stuff. So I believe we are creeping closer to that. Um, We want to talk a little bit tonight about uh, the Stanley Cup final because that's why we're here, the Pandemic Playoff Podcast. I also want to talk a little bit about um, in the second half of the show anyway, the Arizona Coyotes and the retooling that's going on there and some uh, unique things happening. Uh, we'll just leave it at that till now. And then we want to talk a little bit about the Golden Knights. And we also want to welcome in our, uh, our newest NHL team, the Colorado Avalanche, to our uh, coverage area and introduce them to what we do here at ITHSW Podcast. So without further ado, guys, let's jump in and talk a little bit about the Stanley Cup final Uh, We just uh, led into it a little bit. Uh, Game six tomorrow night, Tampa Bay versus Dallas. Of course, if you've been under a rock for the last uh, two and a half months, uh, the guys are all playing in the bubble uh, up in Edmonton right now. So no home ice advantage. But, um, Zach, let's start with you tonight. Uh, Give us a little uh, rundown of uh, what you felt. I know you picked Dallas in seven games. Is that right?
2: Yeah, I went with Dallas because, I mean, for the one reason I picked – Picked against him the past two previous rounds, and I wasn't gonna be made a fool the third time around. So, um, yeah, I mean, to the other fact too, I think the psychological aspects are playing heavily into it, and the fact of these guys are looking at it as they don't know when the next time they're gonna be able to do this. Hudobin has been playing out of his mind, and I think he's definitely within that realm of uh, this is my best chance at winning a Stanley Cup as a starter. Um, and I, and these, I think they're going for it. I think their style of play is definitely, um, lends it well to, to playing up against Tampa. I think Tampa just trumped them when they got out in those first, when they got up three, one, um, I think at one point, one of the goals, the scores was like five to one. And I looked at that and I was like, that's not Dallas stars hockey. That's not how they play. So, um, uh, I still think Dallas definitely has a good chance. Uh, it is elimination tomorrow, so it I wouldn't put it past Tampa to to stomp through the floorboard on that gas pedal and and really kind of stick it to them. But uh, we'll see what happens. But I still have very confident that Dallas can come back if they play Dallas Stars hockey and win the Stanley Cup in Game Seven. Okay, Paul.
0: um, Back-to-back games in the Stanley Cup Final. Friday night, Saturday night. We all know why they did it. Nobody wanted to touch. Yeah, nobody wanted to touch NFL football. Uh, (laughs) So, so on Sunday. So, uh, just give us your overview on what you've seen. You saw a lot more of Tampa than I have for certain uh, with them playing in the East. Uh, But let give us your thoughts on where we're at right now in Game Six and uh, the uh, Lightning leading three games to.
1: Well, first of all, as uh, my man Doug says, uh, the Islanders are the best New York team right now. Uh, I bring that up because yes, I'm still bitter. They're shorthanded, break <laughs> away from, from being in Game Seven. I'm still very bitter. No, I don't want. I don't. I, I, I want to make sure that everybody knows where I'm standing here. And um, folks, it
2: took a, it took him a full day to give me his pick. For the graphic that we do on social media, because he said
1: it was just too fresh.
2: So
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still bitter. So I just, I just <laughs> want to point that out uh, and give a shout out to our guy Doug. Um, listen, you know this series could just as easily be the other way around. True, this series could be three two Dallas. Um, they, they, you know, you had Game Four where the 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 Lightning won in overtime. Okay. Um, and Dallas tied the game, you know, midway through the third period. Uh, so there was plenty of time for that game to go the other way around. Um, uh, and that's after blowing a 2-0 lead, by the way, in that, in the, in, in that game four. Um, and it's, it's kind of been a series. Well, not kind of. I mean, Dallas is being led by the old guys. This is like watching, uh, and I'm going to date myself here. Um, <laughs> Get ready for this, folks. Yeah, um, the late great Hall of Famer and huge hockey fan, by the way, was big Red Wings fan. Uh, the late, and we'll 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 keep it uh, this the late Washington football team coach, uh, and also coach of the uh, Arizona Wranglers in the old USFL, uh, George Allen. When he was the head coach of that Washington football team, especially in the 70s, okay, uh, they were always considered the over-the-hill gang. They would take guys that were at the end of their careers and get two or three more years out of them, etc., etc., etc. And that's kind of what I think of as I'm watching this Dallas Stars team in the finals and even before that, even against the, 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 the Golden Knights and, and, and St. Louis, it's the, it's the older guys, the Pavelskis and the Perrys, the guys they brought in from other teams. Even Hudobin is, is in his 30s. So, you know, the guys that are leading them in terms of scoring and the guys up front are almost hockey social security age. <laughs> you know, the defense. I love it. I love it. The defensemen are 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 just getting started, but the forwards and the guys that are putting the puck in the net, those guys have been, you know. Uh, Perry won a cup with the Ducks back in the early 2000s. Pavelski, all those years with the Sharks, and just becoming the all-time uh, leading U.S. born goal scorer in the in 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 the playoffs. Those are the guys that are scoring all the goals for them in these last few games. And those are the guys that are, 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 are saying, no, we're not done yet. And really have willed this series to a three games to two series, even though Dallas is trailing. I mean, these are the guys that are getting all the big goals, all the late goals, all of the, 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 the guys that, you know, uh, Listen, this is the reality of the hockey of, of the NHL now with the salary cap. You know, as guys get older, they still want to play. But teams, especially teams that are not, you know, that are, that are trying to keep certain players together, and this is not Pavelski's. So I'm sure he didn't want to leave San Jose, and 20 years ago uh, he wouldn't have because there was no salary cap in the NHL. But that's just the reality of it right now, and that's why you know Corey Perry ended up in Dallas, and that's why uh, Joe Pavelski has ended up in Dallas, and and Hudobin is playing because Ben Bishop is not.
0: Paul, let me interject one one name that you're uh, you're missing because he's been a Dallas star for a long time, uh, Jamie Ben. Jamie Ben? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, but but yeah. But but and, what I'm and, saying is. Jamie's Jamie stepped up his game and I think a lot a lot of it's got to do with uh, the play of Corey Perry and Joe Pavelski in my estimation.
1: Well, like I said, I mean, that's just, uh, you know, where we are at this point. And, you know, those are the I mean, in the last two games, Pavelski has two. Had two goals in game four. I don't know. Am I looking at game five here? Hold on a second. No, I'm not I'm not crazy. I'm not out of my mind. He had two goals <laughs> in, in game 4. I mean, I am out of my mind, but you know, hey. I was going to say don't um, open that up for debate, my friend. Don't open uh, yeah, that no. up for debate. <laughs> you know, he, and he had a, and he had a goal last a goal last night. Perry had two goals last night, including the game winner, and on Friday night uh, Perry had a, had a, had a goal. So, uh, five of the last six goals, whatever the heck it is, uh, Klingberg has one and and and, and he's the only guy not named Perry and, and Pavelski to score in the last two games. So, you know, we're sitting here, and, and, and that is the closest comparison I can make um, to uh, what Dallas is doing in this series and the kind of series that it's been. um. I, you know, I, I, I do try to you know I hate to bring up the football reference and but you know we actually did <laughs> one press conference before the George Allen where I sitting there talking hockey and he like I said he was a big Red Wings fan. Um, this is kind of a little bit like the the uh, fifty five Brooklyn Dodgers although they haven't won this thing yet. Uh, those teams were great and that was those guys were kind of coming to the end of their. Their, their their careers uh, when they finally beat the Yankees. So, I mean, you know, th- that's what this is. And, uh, and probably is going that way because those guys are on the ice, at least they have been, when Victor Hedman is not. Yeah. Well, that's a smart idea. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it helps. You know, right? I, I mean, John Cooper might have to change his mind about that, but um, – but you know the the old guys are leading them and yeah, no you, doubt. Know, you can you know Tampa Bay uh, escaped against the Islanders and and they are in a situation where they it's almost a repeat okay yeah. actually it is a repeat because they're gonna go into game six having been up three games to one and desperate as heck not to go to a game seven. Okay. Let
0: me, let me interject something here. Um, when you look at the games, right? Game one, Dallas four one uh, game two, Tampa Bay, three, two uh, game three, Tampa Bay, five Dallas, two. Now we're through three games. Now this is the Stanley cup final. And this is why we all watch and why we love this game. Um, game four things tightened up. It was a five, four game, but it was one in overtime game, five, three, two, one in two overtimes. So, What does Game 6 and 7 bring besides an extreme amount of pressure, tightness, close checking, not wanting to
1: give up any odd man rushes? Um, Have I missed anything? Zach? Uh, With any luck, uh, even though I still have to get up to go to work, two or three more overtime games, uh, you know, maybe (laughs) another two or three overtime in Game 6 and maybe a double or triple overtime in Game 7. You want to know what we can ask for? That's what we're asking for.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's... We could get some really extreme cases uh, between, you know, no, neither of these teams is going to want to quit for the simple fact of, you know, they're not going to go through all this and be in the bubble and do all this for, what, two months, two plus months. To just be like, okay, let's go home. Like, it's okay. We'll try it next year. Or, you know, it, it, if they lose this one, it's going to sting more than if you were to lose a regular, you know, Stanley Cup game, the Stanley Cup finals, because you've put in so much blood, sweat into this opportunity. And they're not going to, neither team is going to want to go home as odd as it sounds, because they've come this far. So I'm expecting – I am i expect the unexpected, to be honest with you. It's because I these guys, nobody wants to go home, and it's going to be gnarly.
1: Well, they're not going to have a choice. That's true. When the series <laughs> is over, they're going to have to go home because there's no more. That's okay, true. Okay, so let, <laughs> let, let me ask you each of this. Um,
0: who's who's gripping the sticks tighter and and think about this before you answer in game six because dallas is up against it right they lose game six they're done tampa bay can lose game six and still have a game seven however uh dallas now has a little bit of confidence in the fact that they battled their way back and got the win um they're gonna have a day off today before they play tomorrow night so there's not back-to-back games so Who's the pressure on now? In both your opinions, Paul, I'll start with you. Is it on Tampa or is it on Dallas in Game Six?
1: Uh it really depends on your Here's uh, here's the, here's the wishy washy part. I don't know. Do you believe that uh, a Game Seven favors Dallas, or do you believe that uh, Tampa that, that Dallas is you know is going to play more desperate? Because they're the ones with their season on the line. I mean, it really. There, I don't know if there's a clear-cut answer to that question, uh, I, I, because I don't think in the, be, in uh, the beginning. I don't think of the there game, is. I'm asking
0: opinions. Who, who do you think the pressure will be more on? If you were on either one of the benches, who the team that doesn't you... score first? Okay, good one. Good answer. That's a really good answer,
2: Zach. How about you? It's on Tampa, For specifically. Yeah. For the fans, how many times have they been here and they haven't done it? Um, I think, I think, I think it's on Tampa because one, the pressure to close out a series; two, most of these guys have been here for this cup run that they've had over the past—I don't know—seven years. You, you've had Headman, you've had Stamkos, Kucherov, Point may have come in. A little bit later, Vasilevsky, oddly enough, Ben Bishop, but he's on the other team now. Um, I, these core guys have pretty much been there through all the heartbreak that has been Tampa Bay hockey in the past, you know, like I said, seven years. Now you've got Shattenkirk, Mc, uh, McDonough, all these guys. That on, ro- on paper, this roster should have won four or five Stanley Cups, but – or at least on on NHL EA Sports, you know, um, this team would automatically <laughs> win on the sim. But right. um, it's it's on them. And honestly, it's you got to close out a series. You got to go up against a team who's got got some who's on a roll, who came back on you, and you got to win because you really you, you just have to. You haven't won the past few times you've gone and. Not knocking them. Stanley Cup thing is Stanley Cup is a really hard thing to win, and um, I, I don't know. I just I think it's on them for those aspects of you've been there. It's almost expected of you guys because from the fan base, because the team that you have. Um, so I, I feel like it's Tampa. I feel like Dallas is kind of playing it one game at a time, and I think that's why. I, I'm still pretty confident that they'll lift it in Game 7 because they're just it's just Dallas Stars hockey. I don't know. I think they've peaked at the right time. Um, I think they've got the right pieces. They've got the right veteran leadership. I do not think that they are panicking in that locker room right now because they've got guys like Pavelski. They've got guys like Perry. They've got Ben. They've got... They've got these guys who are just like, okay, you know, let's just go out and play our brand of hockey and we're fine. They're not going to try and overdo it.
0: All right, great answers from both of you. I think uh, – I think I, I like both answers, and I'll tell you why. I think, like Paul said, the team that gets the first goal is, is definitely going to have the advantage, I feel, in game six. I also feel like Dallas is a little bit more confident now. It's like, hey, we can do this. I also feel like Dallas is feeling um, – we're just two games away. We're just two wins away. And I don't know what the Dallas Stars look like next season because I don't know what they're going to do. Is is Corey Perry back? What's he like at his age? Uh, is, uh, is Joe Pavelski going to play again? Uh, do, we don't know any about that, that stuff at this point. So I think that fire is a lot stronger in the Dallas locker room than it is in the Tampa Bay locker room. That being said, however, the other side of the coin is – Tampa knows that they can finish it, right? They've got the weapons to finish it, albeit they're not going to have Stamkos, but they have the weapons to go out, get a two-goal lead, maybe a three-goal lead, and then just uh, coast to a win. So, um, I think you guys are both absolutely right. I think the pressure squarely on Tampa, and I think the whoever gets the first goal is going to be the team to uh, to to do the leading, and the other team is going to be doing the chasing.
2: Zach, are you yeah, thinking cool. what I'm thinking? Uh, it's a very
1: diplomatic answer. <laughs> are, are you thinking that uh, that we just got? Oh, I think you guys both have the right answers. Do uh, you, uh, you, uh, you think that somebody's just being a little wishy-washy here and doesn't? No, no, wanna... no, 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 no. no,
0: no. Like, because you both said different things. I mean, I asked who you thought would win. Paul Paul did his normal thing and wouldn't commit just said the team that gets the first goal. And and Zach came out and said, I believe the pressure squarely on uh, Tampa Bay. So you're both right. The pressure is on Tampa Bay, and whoever scores the first goal, I believe, takes over. That could be Tampa. It could be Dallas. There's no wishy-washy there. That's just facts. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so that's a little recap of the Stanley Cup. If you're not uh, paying attention, uh, shame on you, first of all, but Monday night is game six. If there is a game seven, it's Wednesday night. As Paul said in the open, uh, that means that we will have a Stanley cup winner by the time we come on uh, next Sunday. And we will be previewing, albeit, this sounds so crazy. I almost said a bad word, Uh, really crazy that we're going to be talking about the NHL draft, um, you know, in, in a week, roughly just over a week. Right. I mean, uh, so we got to talk a little bit about that. Uh, one of the teams well, that's been
1: making what's that? But, yeah, but you know, y- you can say that. But this is, I mean, I mean, this is not once again not news. Uh, nothing is normal, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's a fact. and you have teams that have been making moves now for two or three weeks, and the unwritten rule. Is that this doesn't start until after the Stanley Cup Finals, right? But, but uh, like I said, since nothing is normal, you have teams making trades already. Uh, the draft is what the sixth, so that's what next Friday. No, that's no, Tuesday. It's Tuesday, yeah, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. No, Wednesday. there is no <laughs> way. No, see now I got to look this up because there is <laughs> no, it's, no way. It's true. There is no way in hell they're holding this draft on a Tuesday. That, it is, a Tuesday yeah. Or Wednesday yeah. night. I, it's I'm Tuesday, afraid it is. I'm it's afraid Tuesday. It is. Tuesday
2: night and all day Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I have to look now. All right. Not because Zach, I Let's, would
1: trust you a lot
2: more than I would trust Scott. <laughs> no, and and believe me, because I thought it was weird too. I was that, like, Zach made the graphic. <laughs> well, that too, but also it's just weird. Like, granted, okay, weird times. Which whatever the case is, but. That's mm. kind of odd. Like on a Tuesday, I mean Tuesday night makes sense, right? You what? can watch it no. Tuesday night, but no, Wednesdays, it,
1: <laughs> it doesn't.
2: I know. Here's Usually your, Friday it
0: doesn't. Uh, but here, here's your problem, guys: is that we've never had the draft while the NBA finals finals were going on, or NFL football no, was not... in
1: prime time. Well, Okay. Uh, that, and football was going on. That, I mean, that's got... true. Football, I'll yeah. give you, but the NBA finals, no, that that that's that's been going on. That's been done at the same time so i've just okay okay uh, well I, football then let's put let's go that well, way football for sure no absolutely football i totally get anyway, it and
0: i'm i'm not sure that has anything to do with it but whatever that's that's when it will be so here's what we're going to do we're going to take a quick break we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the arizona coyotes who hired a general manager and have now retooled everybody Uh, from what we know, uh, guys' names are popping up that don't have jobs anymore that we didn't know had jobs with the Arizona Coyotes in the first place. So uh, we'll retool that in just a minute. Take a quick break. Let's hear from some of our uh, partners, and uh, we'll be right back with you in about three minutes.
3: Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at IcetimeHockeySW.com. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the Fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that Fortress. That combination of brisket, hot lakes, fries, mac and cheese...
1: Sports are back, and so is the year end model sale at Arizona's Ford Giant, Bell Ford. Looking for a new pickup? The best selling 2020 Ford F 150 XLT can now be held for $10,000 off the MSRP, or how about $6,000 off the MSRP for a 2020 Ford Ranger XLT? Looking for a sports utility vehicle or a sports car? How about $6,000 off the MSRP for a 2020 Ford Escape? Or 5,000 off the MSRP for an iconic Ford Mustang EcoBoost coupe. Whatever your preference, go to bellford.com or see our friend Kevin Wood at our showroom at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix and tell him Ice Time Hockey SW said hello.
3: Hey, Michael here from MemDrive. My dad, a world class scientist, Visit us at com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since
0: 2011. All right, we're back in. Pandemic Playoff Podcast. Um, I'm not sure if this is 7, 8. I'm not sure where we are, guys. We did. Uh, we said we were going to do 9, so I think it might be 8. Next week will be 9 uh, as we talk about the uh, impending uh NHL draft that will be sneaking up on us very, very quickly. Uh, we're still talking uh, NHL hockey, though, because of the Stanley Cup Finals is still in progress. And also, as I said before the break, we want to talk a little bit about the Arizona Coyotes, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, and our newest edition, the Colorado Avalanche, as we continue to talk uh, pro hockey. First things first, guys, the Arizona Coyotes made the announcement um, last week that uh, bill armstrong was coming on board as the gm uh former assistant with the uh, st louis blues uh, a lot of experience in draft a lot of experience in development um and he quickly is starting to make some changes we'll get into the changes in a minute but uh starting with zach zach tell me a little bit about uh bill armstrong who you and i both like to call doug occasionally
2: <laughs> but, yeah
0: <laughs> but tell, tell us a little bit about uh, your thoughts on the hire and uh what you think is going to happen with the Arizona Coyotes under Bill Armstrong? Well,
2: I mean, if you look at it from his perspective, um, I feel like he's coming into it as an opportunity to, to try and to, to build a winning team. Um, I think if you can take the Arizona Coyotes in the state, they are now and turn them into a winning team. Uh, you can have any GM job you want in the NHL. (laughs) Um, now again, whether or not his long-term plan is to to run out that, that five-year contract, do everything he can make sure that they become a winner and re up after that. I hope that's the circumstance in this, in the sense that he will, he will be so successful. He wants to stay another five years. Um, the thing that that I think is the most encouraging with his hiring for me and the aspect I'm looking at is he's is he has the knowledge of the prospects that are gonna be available in this draft. And the coyotes just made that decision for a GM, yeah, it last week. So I'm sure he's bringing his own scouts. I don't know if he's going to keep the old scouts, this, like how that's going to work. So at least he has let, some let, working knowledge.
0: Let me jump into that, my friend. Um, as I teased a little bit before we uh, got into this segment, um, there are guys that are being announced as are no longer with the team that many of us in the media didn't even know were with the team as far as scouts go. So to say that he's bringing in his own scouts, absolutely, 100%. He is uh, changing up the vibe. He's changing up um, everything that goes with it. Now, I'm going to get to Paul in just a second because I know he's got something to say on this. But uh, the other thing that I was uh, kind of not surprised at but kind of wondering how this is all going to work out, um, nobody's really said much about where Steve Sullivan's coming in except – Steve Sullivan will be running the Arizona Coyotes draft because the agreement between St. Louis and Arizona was uh, Bill Armstrong cannot have anything to do with the drafting process this season. So what? that has to be – yeah, that was part of the agreement with him signing on here is that he can't be involved. So he he's going to get a group of players that he – didn't have anything to do with drafting, if you can believe that there's no underhanded workings oh, the along the way. Not so, a yeah, knock that, against
2: Steve. Not a no. knock against Steve, but that is that no. But, is but here's not the thing: how you want to take over a boat?
0: I, I have not heard whether Steve Sullivan is even going to be with the Coyotes after that. I just know that he's the Jeez. guy that's running the draft right now. And keep in mind, they just released amateur scouts, and all kinds of scouts are gone. So. I have no idea how this draft is going to play out, which is part of why the 6th and 7th are going to be so exciting for us because we don't know if they're going to have traded for more picks. If they're going to do it, they got to do it really quick. And if they're not, um, they're, they have this bare-bones group of picks to, to work through. Uh, it's it's a different situation, to say the least.
2: But well, that's, um, that's the it, thing, too. So is is Sullivan, is he now able to – is he is he able to make trades like trading Kemper? Because <laughs> according to Armstrong, he loves Kemper. So can he make that call and trade him? I, I don't know. I, that,
0: oh boy! I, I, all I know is that he can't have anything to do with the draft per their agreement with the St. Louis Blues. So I, that I, is. I
2: uh, I would bet he and Sullivan sat down and they have a little they have a little game plan of of what well, he I, wants what you wants would hope so
0: do.
2: you would hope so right? But like yeah. I said, that that's
0: above board that's what the uh, the ruling is which i thought was uh, i i was not surprised that that happened but i was wondering how they were going to proceed uh paul he did bill armstrong i'm talking about did bring on a familiar face to the desert southwest and you and i doing college hockey southwest weekly and of course um zach being highly involved with us as well in college hockey uh tell us who they brought on is there uh Director of goaltending operations and special assistant <laughs> to the general manager.
1: Uh, I, don't, I listen. I you can. It's a long-winded title. Uh, <laughs> what does it but, mean? Uh, they, you, you, you told me what it meant. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, that is just speculation. If you really want me to get into what the, I think that means, uh, we can do that. <laughs> well, tell uh, us who uh, it is Brian, first of all. Brian Decourt. Uh, Joe Dak who, is coming back. Uh, no, he's probably not because, um, uh, I, I mean, Ottawa, that's probably their start or, or he's going to compete for their starting goalie job. And I don't think that that job is open here. So uh, I don't necessarily gonna, think that. Zach
0: would, say, Zach would say not yet.
1: Not yet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Listen, I, I can't make it, I don't want to complain because the Islanders have a similar setup. Okay. They have their everyday on the ice goaltender coach, and they have uh, Pierre Greco uh, as their goalt director of goaltending operations and whatever other titles or however they're saying it. And I'm not trying to knock what the coyotes are doing. I'm just saying that it, it's it's it they're not the only ones that have done it. It just is kind of a long-winded title, you know. I think you can run the team any way they want. It just, I got amused by the long wind. (laughs) Of course, I got amused when the Islanders did it too. But you know, so
0: let me let me do what I think, and uh, this this again is my opinion. So don't shoot the messenger. I'm just giving an opinion. Uh, Okay, I'm going to shoot
1: you anyway, so it doesn't matter. uh, I
0: I think what this means is is that Brian DeCord gets a lot of input. Is going to give a lot of input. Not only on goaltending, but on a lot of things that Bill Armstrong may ask for, but it doesn't require Brian Decor to pick up and move from Massachusetts to Arizona and become a full-time resident. He didn't become the Phil Housley assistant coach. He became the director of goaltending operations and special assistant to the, v- to
1: the GM, which means that he can do stuff long distance. That's what I figure. No, no, listen. And like I said, the Islanders have the same setup. So uh, we make fun because, well, because that's what I do. But, um, <laughs> uh, okay. but you know, you, you can't say that uh, Brian DeCourt doesn't know the position. He played the position, he runs a school at that position. Um, you know, he's, he's been in the Montreal organization. So it's not like he, you know, the, the and recently Toronto. Uh, yeah, okay, that's fine. I, I don't. That's another team I don't like to acknowledge. But uh, okay. <laughs> All right, Zach, you got any more thoughts on that after hey, I? Hey, kind by of the uh, way, push just, some stuff just, your way. Just, just so we, just so we, the Coyotes don't pick till one hundred and eleven. <laughs> You can't be. You just had to go there, didn't you? You just well, had to go there. We got to be, uh, but we t- You guys brought up how are they going to run the draft? I know they're have to run just, it for a while. No, they only got to do it what four times?
2: You know, um, <laughs> as of right now, they've got a lot of pieces they're shopping that sound like. Well, M of course Erd they do. And Uckman Larson, those sound are like gonna- it. Sound like it. <laughs> it's hard well, to come okay. up with those names on the fly, but
1: really, they're gonna, they're gonna. how about you say that's who they're probably shopping men. It's hundred they, percent they're shopping because <laughs> the, that's you got those are the guys you get the most return for. And by the way, because it's what I do, and I'm not, I'm equal opportunity, and I am who I. And Islanders don't pick till ninetieth, so they're not going to be, you know, they don't have a lot of uh, things to do in the first two rounds either. So at least they have something uh, to, to just, show for it, though. Did they win the cup? No, but they got first. All right. Well, listen. No, what they got was they traded their pick for Pajot and then signed into a six-year deal. And I would, you know, I I get that. I'm just, you know, hey. Just see, now you're – now, Scott, who went where? Why? I just (laughs) – right? Now I want to hear it. You're going to say, you had to go there. Well, Okay, I tried. I tried to downplay it, but <laughs>
0: I was I was joking on that part of it. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting draft for a bazillion reasons, and uh, and we'll be there to uh, to break it all down for you next week and and bring and it all back on Sunday. And a lot of teams have on cap Sunday. issues. Oh my goodness, yeah, don't even go there with that either, because and the next team we're going to talk about is uh, Zach. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, and before we jump, including to the today, Coyotes. Yes. That's true. They gotta get up to a certain point. But before before we go to Vegas, hashtag Joe Dak is coming back. I'm gonna start that. It's start now, folks. Start oh, now. Number sheesh. one. Number one. Oh, Number two, sheesh. he doesn't he he make a lot of job. I am. I want him back. <laughs> no, I want you're him encouraging back. Scott. Yes, I am. This is it, it can happen. And number two is gonna be, they're not gonna have Kemper. They're gonna trade him, so he's gonna have an opportunity. They have Hill for one year. You put him at the Roadrunners. You let him. Uh, bounce oh, oh, oh between stop! Ivan, stop. stop for a minute. Uh, Hill can't go to the Roadrunners
0: under his contract. No, no, no. He has no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Won. It'll
2: be it'll be Decord and oh, Crow. It it'll be Joey and <laughs> Ivan
1: <laughs> running the Roadrunners
2: above. Yeah, it's
1: Stop it.
2: And then Hill, okay, Hills, you can move Hill out, and you bring Joe Dak up, and now you have – I'm telling you, it can work. It can work.
0: Well, I'm going to go even bolder than that. If you're going to go wholesale trades and and do everything you want to do and you really believe, and I know you believe this or you want to believe this, that Joey Decord is the guy – why don't you? Why don't you make the trade? Why don't you get as much as you can from Kemper and as much as you can from Ranta? You have Hill as your backup. Why don't you bring Joy? You're Decore not trading both of those
1: guys. Why not? You're not why not? No. You're, you're not gonna tra- lose. No, you're, you're gonna lose for years. You're and, not and, trading both here, Kemper and Ranta. Okay, let me let me have tell to you. to put an NHL basic NHL yeah, product on you. You're not trading both of those guys. Okay,
0: hold on a minute. It, Kemper gets you a lot. Ranta right now because he's healthy can get you a lot. Uh, Auntie Ranta. Let's just be honest. He is very injury prone. Who may not get you anything in January, February, March of next year. So if you're gonna, if you really believe you're gonna rebuild, why not rebuild
1: from the goaltender out? I'm not saying you don't do that, but you're not trading both of those guys. You're just not. What do you get now back listen, for both of them if you do? Well, first of all, <laughs> you're gonna get a lot for Kemper, and if Ranta. You know, as you just said, injury prone. Why am I giving up a lot for him? Because, because, no, uh, other, other, you can at least think... get a
2: third, you can at other... least get a third round pick yeah. for him. Yeah. Okay. Anyway,
0: that, that's off on a tangent that's going to take another, no, it's not. We're talking show.
1: about the Coyotes. How is it? A... All right.
0: Because, <laughs> because we got to go on to the Vegas Golden Knights. We got two more teams right, to get let's... through here, and, uh, we got about 15 minutes to do it. So, uh, as we go on to the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, I told you guys, or I told anybody that would listen to me last week when I was uh, on the uh, Nobody media, listened. the media zoom. Yeah, I know. Uh, the media zoom call with the uh, the golden Knights that, that there was two things that, that overrode the whole um, zoom conferences, if you will, year end media uh, relations questions. And all of the players almost to a man were saying it was a missed opportunity. Uh, we realize it now. We got home. We realized we were really good, and we should have done more. Um, I don't know what they thought they could do. Maybe score. I don't know. What but, do you want um, to say? Oh
1: well, we tried. No. What, what do you no, want no, to no. say?
0: No, I, I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that it was down home. Um, what's the right word I'm looking for? Anyway, it was. Uh, it was Humbleness? honest opinion per man that they realize – you know, some teams go and they we gave it our best shot. We lost. The other team was better than us. We, we did everything we could. Uh, to a man, they all felt like they were the better team in, in the West, and they didn't do their jobs to get the job done. And most teams will not say that at the end. They will not say, like, yeah, we, we were the better team. We just didn't perform. They said that, okay? The other thing that's in question in Vegas um, is uh, – the goaltending situation, uh, all the speculation about marc Andre Fleury. Well, Mark doesn't want to leave. That's evident if you've uh, if you've heard any of his conversations so with the question. Grandin, and he's got you know a seven million dollar contract, which nobody can really take. So, so then what's the question? So, here's the question: What do you do? Do you spend uh, twelve million dollars on two goaltenders?
2: No, you get whatever you can for him and retain salary if you can.
1: You're not who's tri-
2: for fl- for flowers. <laughs> who is gonna- tri-
1: who? First of all, you have to get Flurry to agree to go. So if you if he decides he if he's looking to go, who are you sending him to? Ottawa? He's not going there.
2: No, he he'll either go well. Where
1: you, where's he going to go?
2: Dallas seems to be able to give these guys a couple youthful get these guys and get a youthful run out of them. Maybe he goes to Dallas. Hudobin because Hudobin's uh, unrestricted. Yeah,
1: and so what are they could, paying Ben Bishop?
2: Uh, it's a lot. I don't know what they're paying him. I'm I maybe you know. I don't know. Uh, he's probably <laughs> he's probably in the fun He ain't cheap. No, which is kind of odd. But how, how long are
0: you
1: gonna block Ottinger?
2: Oh, I know that kid's gonna be killer too.
1: Well, so once again, and, the, and and if you look at the goalie free agent market this year, it is insane.
2: It is. There is a lot. And that's why, okay. like, we'll get to the next team, which is kind of the interesting part for them, too, their goalie situation, which is the abs. But, by the way, Ben Bishop is making 4.9. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> for the next two, after this year, for two more years. Just Let's in time run, for a Otten, just, just in just
1: <laughs> in time for Ottinger to take over.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just in time. Uh, okay, so speculation was all 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 over the boards uh, immediately when St. Louis told their captain to go ahead and start looking around for another option because they weren't going to re-sign him. Um, you know who we're talking about? Potential. Patang- yeah. Patang- Alex, Patang- Patang- it, so uh, he's not going to Ottawa either. No, but but does he end no. up in Vegas?
2: It's between does Vegas. Vegas and... Find
0: a way to make it work.
2: It's Vegas or well, Toronto, and if if he goes to Toronto, then you might who? as well Toronto. Oh, I time, don't know who to do I, this. I, I... <laughs> 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 Never mind, I got roped into that. It, I mean, those are those. Are, it would make but, sense.
1: And hey, wait, and why is he going go to, to go to that place? Why is he going to go? First of all, to go to... How are they going to pay him?
2: I don't know, but they have some way of figuring a Canadian out. Canadian dollar. A,
1: well, like... too bad that the salary <laughs> cap is American dollars. And yeah, not that Toronto know. worries about money. But, but how they are also, they going to pay him? Are they, they trading also... Mitch Marner, finally? Are, 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 I mean, they, they, <laughs> had they, were... to, they had to trade Kadri last year because they couldn't pay him. You know, because they, they have, have all their money... Listen, and, and they have and all of young John Tavares tied back? up in four players,
2: and and the guy they traded the, the main the main two pieces in that package were Barry and Cadre. And now Barry's gone, and that that trade looks they can't real pay bad him either. Right about now, yeah, well, that he also I think they're just they're I, you ride okay, Barry's but... highs and you kind of you really cry when he's at his lows. So and I don't think but, that's what they want.
1: And listen, and listen let me explain something for the people that don't quite understand okay <laughs> toronto is the base is the is the hockey equivalent <laughs> is the hockey equivalent to the new york yankees everybody's going to be signed by the yankees every free agent every year no matter how good or how bad is going to sign with the yankees okay and it's the same thing with toronto that team in ontario canada Okay, yeah. that makes me want to, well, pluck okay. out your eyeballs. But, yeah, okay, we can go with that. That's fine. I wasn't <laughs> going to say that, but okay. All right. Every free agent every year in the National Hockey League is going to go to the Maple Leafs. Okay. And Tavares is like the only time they got it right, especially in the salary cap era. Okay. So everybody can't go to Toronto and how are the, is, is Peter Angelo going to take a $1 million contract to go play in Toronto? No, he's not. The union would kill him.
0: <laughs> you're right. You're all, you're very much factual on all of that. Um, okay. So the golden Knights, uh, Again, draft night, going to be really fun for them. Uh, Zach and I have talked about this on the professional side of Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly on our podcast on Monday nights, that uh, the Golden Knights are, are a different breed because Bill Foley uh, made, has already made deals, right? He's not going to participate in the uh, expansion draft. He's bought his way out of that. Um, he seems to uh, For $650 million, way- you're damn right he bought out of it. Yeah, exactly. He did. And he'll be the first to tell you he did. He wasn't going to upset the apple cart uh, by letting somebody, uh, a new franchise come in
1: and take his players. So we've already talked about that. So they, by the way, be... they shouldn't, they shouldn't. And, 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 and I know that, you know, people are not necessarily going to agree with me on this, but they shouldn't have to yeah. not for that kind of cash. No. So, Anyway, the Golden Knights will
0: do some different things. Um, nothing, Nothing's untouchable there, I don't think, but just the contract situation. And like I said from the first day that they announced they were going to have a franchise in Vegas, I said majority of the players are going to want to come there. Um, tax-free environment. It's a good place to live. It, it's a big city, but it's a small city. It's a strip. It's away from the strip. There are so many things. And if you want to play for a great owner or work for a great owner, Bill Foley is the owner that you want to play or work for. Okay, off the Vegas uh, Soapbox, Zach, uh, we're welcoming Colorado Avalanche, and I know you're excited about that because you are a big Av supporter slash fan, and I know you're looking forward to that. We're excited to have Denver, the Denver market in for NCAA hockey, the whole Colorado market, but one um, of the Avalanche – have to do, or what do they? You think they want to do to uh, rebuild for the next season, which is coming up quickly?
2: Um, I mean, one of the things that everyone was talking about is the goaltending situation, um, because you have the fact of of Grubauer. He got hurt. Um, he played pretty well. I don't know that it was up to the expectations that everybody. Th- it would be on the price tag they paid for him um and then of course you have um now his name is going to escape me of course it is um starts with frank
1: there
2: you go pavel frank yeah prava Fink, frank frank
1: Frank uh, frank Coors. go ahead there you go <laughs> um by the way both in both in their early 30s by the way Yes. Right. So so Joe Sacking
2: has come out and said he he's comfortable with going into the next season with those guys, which is kind of a big a, a relief for me as as somebody who who doesn't want to see him upset the team in the sense of having to trade somebody away to get somebody like Matt Murray who has who peaked at the right time and he won two Stanley Cups, but he's been kind of declining. You don't want Holtby – like, the, it just – it doesn't make sense for them to go trying another goalie. I feel like them sticking with their goalies is fine. But the name that's popped up in their radar recently has been Tori Krug, which I think is really interesting. Um, so trying to shore up, I guess, more puck-moving defensemen since they're going to have to go up against Dallas six times a year uh, next year. Um, maybe they saw what they could do and they're taking a little bit of mold from Dallas and going to get more puck moving defensemen. But I think they're going to need to get some fourth, some third and fourth line scores going in order to, to really, uh, be able to give a one, two punch to Vegas next year. So, um, it sounds like Krug may,
0: they ah, may trade
2: for the rights, but let, um, let me, let me tell
0: you this, that name has also popped up in Vegas and, if Peter yeah. Angelo does not come to Vegas,
2: yeah, so it could be a it could be a bit. How of a is Vegas going to pay him? And that's the They'll thing is that's, way. that that is find that a way.
1: Is, You can only do so much with a cap. There's just there's only know, so much you but, can do. But
0: let me tell you what's happened already in <laughs> Vegas. Guys have renegotiated contracts, yeah, taking I get less that. money I, to stay there. Uh, there's there's a group that Zach and I talked about. Jonathan Marshall. William Carlson, Riley Smith, all making good money, all very comfortable. But other than Riley Smith, nobody had a particularly good playoff run. Is there something in the works where, hey, you want to stay in Vegas? We start, well, not only move them, but but do we renegotiate?
1: No. When is the last time that happened? When is the last time they went – that any team in any sport went to a player you had a bad year. This is not the 1950s anymore. No, no, no. Where no. everybody got contract cut that doesn't happen. No,
0: no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if it becomes a move situation, I mean, uh, Derek England was a great example. He was offered the
1: opportunity to leave at the trade deadline. There was a team that no, no, use stop. Him, use a different example because he's from Vegas and he doesn't want. He purposely no, no that doesn't count. He's not That a does fun. not count. He's not
0: from Vegas. He's adopted Vegas as his home city.
1: Yeah, for 20 because years. Because he played
0: with the Wranglers there. But, that's, but that's right. A... So
1: that, no, he doesn't count. <laughs> yes, he counts. Okay. No, he doesn't.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: It anyway, counts. If, listen, if Corey, <laughs> if Corey <laughs> renegotiates his contract and takes less money, or Mark Stone takes less money, or Paul Stastny takes less money, or Pat Uretti takes less money, or let's talk until then now don't give me this Derek Anglin stuff i'm just saying
0: that vegas has a draw that, that you have not seen before in in any sport that i've seen i mean everybody will move on and say that's fine i'll move on um that you know james neal moved on and made the money and wishes every day that he would stayed in vegas uh so so what, I mean, is vegas think- won a cup uh, no, but he hasn't okay. won one either. He hasn't won I one either. I said he did. And he's a lot closer to winning one in Vegas. But anyway, so the, Avalanche, anymore. the Avalanche have things to do. Um, we welcome them on board. We look forward to talking about it. Zach and I are going to give him a little more detail tomorrow night on Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly and uh, dig into the Avalanche draft and uh, what they should do because Zach's got a GM hat for them as well. Uh, sorry Mr Sackick, but he has one. no 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 um,
2: <laughs> I, I i deferred my hat to Joe on that one all hail Joe two cups for well, the abs and by the way right now
1: you know trading for the negotiating rights for Tory crew not Sketchy. horrible. to get well, listen you know maybe they want somebody else to play with mccar
2: uh, yeah, but sketch, what if he doesn't want to sign? You gotta know that dude oh, wants well, to sign. Well, and listen, the that's... thing is, and the thing is, <laughs> Joe's not gonna pay him. Joe's not gonna pay him a lot of money because he's gotta sign Mac in a few years. They're listen, gonna if, give if, Landy if, a big contract. You're gonna have a car in another year.
1: If, I'm not saying that Krug that that, that they i I am sure that when the Bruins asked Krug because obviously they they knew they weren't going to sign him, uh, you know, you, you know you want to have good PR with your players too, and your good rep. Uh, is is Colorado a place you would consider? That doesn't mean he's going to sign there, but maybe it would have been on his list as a free agent anyway.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm real sketched out about playing for, or trading for players' rights, though.
1: Well, what did well, it cost them?
2: What did it cost them? One, uh, one thing. I, gonna One thing we do know, gentlemen,
0: one thing we do know is the draft is the sixth and the seventh, and it is going to be very, very exciting. It's going to be very exciting from from this point forward because uh, the Stanley Cup final will be over no later than Wednesday night, and teams have already, as Paul alluded to, already making moves, um, moving players, getting draft picks. So a lot of things are going to happen between now and Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll look forward to bringing that all to you. We are thrilled to have the Colorado Avalanche and everybody else in the college and professional levels from Colorado now joining our coverage area. We can't wait to get there. A couple bits of housekeeping. I made an announcement today on uh, social media that if you were so obliged to follow us and to uh, retweet us and to encourage your friends to listen tonight, um, that we're going to give away three T-shirts. I have three names that I pulled out. So Doug G., Sam F and Tom B you know who you are uh send me an email at scott at ithsw.org with your name your full name your address and the size t-shirt you would like and a pandemic playoff podcast t-shirt is coming to you because you took the next step you promoted us you told your friends about us and you continue to follow and listen to our podcast so thank you very much gentlemen for doing that um do also want to throw out a uh, great show coming up on Tuesday night on College Hockey Southwest Weekly. We are slated to have the head coach of the Colorado College Tigers, uh, Mr. Mike Haviland, with us, and uh, also bring on um, an ASU transfer in Sean Dukey. So that could be a little fun on Tuesday night for Paul and I. Uh, tomorrow night, um, we have invited the, uh, the writer from Sinbin. Uh, dot Vegas, Ken bulky to come on. Hopefully Ken will be able to make it and to come on. Uh, I say writer. He's a founder guys. He is everything that is Vegas golden Knights hockey. So hopefully we'll get Ken on. We're encouraging him as well. And then Wednesday night on club hockey Southwest Weekly, we have invited the head coach and the captains from grand Canyon university. So we've got a lot of fun things coming up for you. Thanks for listening to the pandemic playoff podcast again. Um, gentlemen, uh, great conversation as always. Uh, Zach, we'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks again for those great photos and everything that you do on the website. Uh, Paul, take it away on the read,
1: and we'll see you Tuesday night. The pandemic playoff podcast on the IceTime HockeySW.com network is brought to you by Bell Ford, the presenting partner of the Sunday special. Come to 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix and see the new line of 2021 Ford Cars and Trucks in person or at bellford.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Go to mexicanmoonshine.com and find your bottle. Keep your bar stocked for the playoff push. Buy summer skates. Show off your playoff passion and style, koozies and shower shoes personalized. Or with your favorite player's name and number, go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the summer skates banner to get yours. To be the best, you have to beat the best. And no one beats Jesse Ray's barbecue in Las Vegas. Call them at 1-702-541-5546. Championship taste for a championship run. barbecue.com. And by M-Drive, the presenting partner of What Drives You, trying to watch all the games, M-Drive, for energy, stamina, and recovery. The Playoff Pandemic Podcast and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW Podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download at iTunes, the Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, and the iHeartRadio app. Also on the TuneIn app, ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. The Pandemic Playoff podcasts and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done. And, uh, gentlemen, thanks for uh,
0: joining in in a lively and uh, very good discussion tonight. Uh, Remember, tomorrow night, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, Paul, I got it right. It'll be game six of the uh, Tampa Bay-Dallas Stanley Cup final. Uh, Zach and I will join you 7.30 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow night right here on Podbean. We will be live. And again, once again, congratulations to Doug G., Sam F., and Tom B. for uh, doing what you do to promote what we do. Thank you, gentlemen. So for Zach Bondurant and for uh, Paul Hornstein, Scott Strandy, saying good night with a little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, De Niro.